again, beautiful beings, and welcome back to another Expand Podcast with yours truly, Elizabeth April. Today, I want to talk about a concept that is truly close to my heart. And recently, I've been really getting the push and getting the call to talk about a lot of these concepts that are related to lightworkers and starseeds. And specifically, it's time that we all come together with the same intentions and the same vibration. It doesn't mean that you have to believe in everything that I believe. It doesn't mean that you can't have your own opinions and perspectives. What it does mean is that we need to unify. If we are not teaching the world as a unified force, then we are actually just confusing the world. And that's creating more disharmony than anything, right? It's good to have different perspectives. It's good to have different opinions. It's good to have different information, but it could potentially be detrimental to the greater of society if we're all really attached to different aspects and trying to teach basically different things in different polarities. There's positives and negatives. And one of the things that a lot of lightworkers, including myself, go through when we're awakening and navigating and discerning is understanding what the light is and what the false light is. So I wanted to call this podcast episode The False Light Paradox. And I want to talk about unifying our teachings so that we can talk about different things, but ultimately we are always aligning to the highest timeline. The more and more we get sucked into different agendas or different timelines that are basically branches off of a main tree, the more and more we are distracting society from what the truth is. And ultimately, the truth is and always has been the light. The light, Christ consciousness, source frequency, oneness, infinite everything, energy, whatever you want to call it. That is always the thing that exists beyond any sort of individual perspective of polarity or illusion. So it doesn't mean that you always have to be teaching about just source, but it does mean that we need to realize that source, unconditional love, consciousness, once again, whatever you want to call it, that is always the thing that we go back to. That is always the constant within every teaching and conversation. If you say, for example, we're to be teaching about death and reincarnation, and you're like, well, that's it, death is the end, right? And that's what you're teaching. Then you're actually leading people into this fear of losing everything without realizing that their life was actually just one great game or one great illusion. It does exist, but it's not the only thing existing. We are really being pushed at this time to take a look at the bigger picture that's happening, not just on this planet, but what's happening out there in the universe. As we shift and change, we are shifting and changing the entire universe. And I've said this before, but I'll say it again. 
us as awakeners, as star seeds, as light workers, we need to hold that highest frequency. We need to come together in unity. And recently, I've had more haters on social media than ever before. And I get it because not everyone agrees with what I say or thinks that maybe I'm trying to get away with something or there's some sort of agenda that I have. But that's just one great distraction. Why is anyone wasting their time trying to take someone else down, even if it was a really corrupt individual? Why can't we just trust that that person has got some pretty nasty karma or vibrational reverb coming back to them and leave it at that? It is not our responsibility to deliver justice to those who are unjust. Yes, and, and I know, and I, I've got, you know, I'm already feeling out some rebels in the crowd here listening to this podcast. We do need those of you to stand up and to fight. But what we need to target, what we need to focus on, if you're a fighter, if you're a rebel, right, within your own soul mission, that's okay. And I respect you. And I feel that rebel energy. I feel fighting the norm. I feel fighting the projection, the suppression. I feel that. But instead of focusing on taking down or exposing, let's say, one individual, let's focus on the projections of society as a whole. If we're going to fight against something, let's fight against something for unity, right? And it really, it needs to come back to this concept. So what I have found recently is as the awakening continues and progresses, as consciousness expands on this planet, there is more and more talk about false light narratives and maybe false light within spiritual teachers as well. And I get that. So I guess my definition, just to kind of begin this concept of false light, would be light that is projected from a place which lacks authenticity. Let's just agree on that general term of false light, okay? And so it's not real light. It's just, it's not pure source. It is an illusion of source. So I'm trying to think of a good comparison or a good example of this. For whatever reason, like let's use grape juice and wine. I Probably just because I drank grape juice recently. So if I were to put a glass of dark purple liquid in front of you and I were to say, this is the best red wine you've ever tasted, but you don't have to taste it. Just, just take my word on it. This is the best wine that you have ever tasted. And you trust me, so you're like, okay, cool, wow, this has got to be the best red wine that I've ever tasted. But as a matter of fact, in the glass, there's actually grape juice, right? So you're being lied to. And, you know, the problem with this kind of agenda and narrative and example and false light in general is if you're not fine-tuned with your own discernment techniques, then there will be some trickery, right? And, and false light and the false light agenda and narrative is something that we need to be vigilant about. It's something that we need to be aware of, but also, once again, as everything, we can't be in fear of it, right? So it's kind of like a spiritual teacher saying, oh, the Galactic Federation exists. Trust me, they're good. Take my word on it. And that's it. 
It's kind of like convincing you that there's red wine in the glass rather than grape juice. And the problem is, is that if once again, you're not fine-tuned or you're not actually taking a sip of the juice, if you're not drinking the Kool-Aid, if you're not psychic or telepathic or can't connect to the Galactic Federation on your own, then you know what? I'm not surprised that, you know, people think that either I'm making it up or that it's some sort of projection or I'm, I'm you know, I've got some other agenda right? I I don't blame those people. As a matter of fact, good for you for questioning the narrative, whatever that narrative may be, even if it's not the widely known and accepted narrative. Good for you for questioning in general. That being said, we cannot get lost in the questioning. So when we question light, it actually directs us into our mind. Is this right or is this wrong? Is this the real light or is this the fake light? Is this the truth or is this a projection? Is this authentic or are there agendas, right? Once again, it's really good to question, but as we all know, because we're all human and we've all got caught up in this, is when we question too much to a certain extent, nothing actually becomes real because what we're doing is we're distancing and separating ourselves from our heart space. We are so ingrained in our mind space in that moment of questioning, or those many moments back to back of questioning, that we are actually completely taken away from our heart space. And that heart space, I just kind of feel into it as your intuition. And I know from my own life, the majority of my day, answering emails and doing the laundry and clipping my tone. I don't know. I don't know what I do during my day. But most of my day, I'm in my mind space. So I get it. I get having that doubt. I get having being in that questioning. I get being separated from the heart space. It is, as a matter of fact, only when I present information, especially these days when I don't have clients, where I get in my heart space And I've learned, I've taught myself throughout the years, it's taken a long time and I'm still not even there, that when I close my eyes, when I open my third eye, I have to go into that heart space, that consciousness space, in order to gain access to information. And in that heart consciousness space, I need to let go of all perception and all preconceived notions of what I think is about to happen. And that requires a lot of surrender. It requires a lot of trust to be in that space without expectation, without attachment. For every other moment of my day, I am expecting that the meeting that I have planned in the next hour is going to happen. I'm anticipating that hopefully the information that I present lands in an appropriate way, right? I mean, there's, there's all of these expectations. But when I tune in, when I'm asking questions, when I'm receiving information from the ethers, I have to let go. And any time any information that I receive does not resonate, I question it. I deep dive into it. I navigate it. Because I don't just take things at face value. And I don't encourage anyone else to do that either. And that's why questioning is good. So what I'm trying to get to here is that there are many different agendas. There are many different timelines. There are many things that are going on that people truly are picking up on from moment to moment. 
as an intuitive, as a psychic, as a channeler, as a light worker, as all of these things, we pick up on information that aligns with our vibration. This means that if you're in a really negative place, you're going to be attracting downloads and information as long as you're open and, and you're in that space that aligns with your vibration of being in a negative place. Now, likewise, I am left a lot of the time ignorant and maybe a little bit naive because the majority of the information that I get is always coming from the highest timeline. Now, imagine this. We as creators and co-creators, if we could all imagine the highest timeline, if we can all get on board with the same intention for unity consciousness or what have you, we're creating that. And that's what this huge push has been about, is getting together, aligning to that highest timeline, manifesting that. So I want you to work on your discernment. I want you to dig deep moving forward. You have to. Like, say for example, what if Fox News, I don't know, maybe, maybe that's a bad example, okay? Maybe like a mainstream news resource came out and said, Elizabeth April is the worst human being and she's been lying this whole time and, you know, all these nasty things. I don't know what else they would say. All these crazy things. She's on medication and whatever. In that moment, right, you're receiving this information, no matter how you're receiving it, what are you going to do? Are you going to say, well, logically, this mainstream news outlet or this YouTuber or this person is telling me that EA is bad. So that's it, EA is bad, right? And this is just a silly example. But in that moment, you have to tune into your heart space. How do I feel in this moment when receiving this information? Whether it be physical information, vibrational information, how do I feel when receiving this information? And work within navigating your reality within your heart space rather than your mind space. So, you know, I bring it back to the freaking coffee and tea example, but why not? In the morning, when you're about to pour yourself or make yourself a cup of joe, I want you to ask yourself intuitively within your heart space, what does my body need in this moment? And the information should come. And if you don't get a strong pull to one or the other, it's okay, both are good. There's no big issue here. But the more and more you tune into that heart space and you work on your navigation and you work on your discernment, the more and more you can apply this heart space center to bigger and bigger aspects and bigger and bigger decisions within your reality, which is really important, especially when you are navigating spiritual teachers. You know, I've heard of some stuff that spiritual teachers say, not about me necessarily, but just in general. And I would freak out if I heard that information. My human would just lose it if I heard that information and believed it to be true. Absolutely. But I also believe and realize that it depends on the person presenting the information and the vibration that they're in. And they could present any information. I could tell you guys that the world is ending tomorrow and actually you could take that information without any fear because of the way that it's being presented. 
And that's not necessarily a negative thing. I actually had this realization maybe about a month ago. Me and my wife, at a human level, we love watching true crime. I think it's something about the psychology behind all of the true crime stuff. And there are certain true crime, like forensic files or whatever, that I just can't handle. Like it literally makes me sick to my stomach. Then I have to turn it off or switch on to something else. I'm just too sensitive. And there are other, even YouTubers who are into true crime, and it doesn't affect me. As a matter of fact, I really enjoy watching it and observing uh, humans in that way. And I asked myself why this was. And the information that came back to me was, it's based on the person presenting the information, right? And I know that I do get very passionate, especially in my YouTube videos about certain pieces of information, And that passion can maybe sway you in one direction or another. But I hope that for the most part, I present information in an objective enough way so that you can always choose which way you want to perceive it, which choice you want to make, and which direction you want to go with the information that I'm presenting, if that makes sense, right? So with the false light paradox, this is a really dangerous reality to step into. Because if you don't know what real true light is, then everything in your entire life is going to seem like a bit of an illusion, a bit of a lie, right? And I know I say that things are an illusion all the time, but ultimately that is the foundational factor for all of us. So the things that I would say that you can kind of hold in your frequency and hold in your mind about what is the truth? What is true light? True light, infinite source, is that feeling of unconditional love. Now I know for me, I have had many moments, I'm so grateful for these moments, but many moments in my life where I have tuned into that unconditional, pure source frequency. Typically, those moments happen at random. Sometimes I'm in the bathroom, sometimes I'm driving my car, you know, and it'll hit me like a brick wall. This wave of gratitude and love and appreciation and just oneness within everything, you know, and usually I start, you know, crying and laughing and maybe a little bit like a crazy person, but that's what I felt, you know, felt that unconditional love. Now, maybe you haven't had those random moments. Maybe you have. Maybe it's, it was when your child was born or even two seconds ago when your child was screaming and you had that moment of, you know what, this is great. Yeah, I love my life, right? And as you wake up, as you ascend, as you raise your vibration, those moments happen more and more and more. It's just these small moments, bigger moments of appreciation. You know, maybe it's looking into your dog's eyes or tending to your garden, or maybe it is drinking that cup of coffee in the morning, you know, where you have that moment of appreciation. Maybe it's thinking fondly of your childhood or connecting with your mother, you know, or thinking about how your partner has awakened so much recently, right? These are all moments of unconditional love, love in a way that does not hold any sort of limitation. That right there, my friends, that is connection to pure source. That is real light, 
Hold that feeling, hold that frequency, because that will be your foundational baseline for everything moving forward. I want to tell you this right now. The false light paradox is not going away. Most of you, I'm assuming, because I've been through this too, have already experienced a lot of psychic attacks, a lot of darkness, a lot of projections, a lot of gaslighting, a lot of manipulation, and a lot of this false light. And I'm glad we have to go through it. In our awakening journey, we have to go through the false light paradox. Because at the end of that journey, you should know what true authentic light is versus what false light is. The more and more and more you put your focus and attention and you are aware of the fact that you're getting wrapped up into different agendas and different what-ifs and different issues and different projections, the more that it's actually suppressing and impeding your life. It's not helping you in one way or another. And that can be problematic. So it's important to know that all those things are existing. All that stuff is out there. It's okay to question. You should be questioning everything. But try not to get caught up in the questioning. Try and step outside of the present moment, outside of the attachment, the expectation, the reaction, and step into the foundational knowing of what true light is, of what true unconditional love is. And if you read an article or you watch a video and you're thrown into questioning and confusion and attachment and reaction, then you know that the information that you just consumed wasn't in the highest vibration. And what you are consuming around you, whether it be social media content or Amazon packages or people in your life or situations or even emails, what you have around you is a mere reflection of the state that you are in. So be aware of that and start taking responsibility around that. Because the faster that you do, the easier it is for you to flip over into that higher vibration, the easier it is for you to focus on something that is more in alignment to your highest good, which means that it's more in alignment authentically with the collective's highest good. And that's important. Yes, false light exists, but it's not the only thing that does. So let me ask you, what do you choose to focus on? And is that a mere reflection of the vibration that you want to be in? And with that, beautiful awakeners, thank you all so much for listening to my podcast. We have hit 200,000 downloads and we have also hit the top 10 lists of many different countries, especially America, Canada, and Great Britain. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Be sure to give this podcast a rating, a review, and keep up the good work. You know, I'm glad to have you here. I'm glad to have open minds. The awakening is here. It's happening. We signed up for this. The world is not going to shit. It is, but temporarily. And we are the ones who are supposed to birth the new earth. I love how that rhymes. Check out my YouTube videos for more content and more rants. Bye for now.